Hello footies and welcome to Foot in Review. We are the number one independent FC24 podcast bringing you two shows a week. We are available on all podcast platforms around the world, including now on Amazon Music and of course as a fully produced video show on YouTube and Spotify. And of course, if you can spare a few bucks and join our loyalty programs and get some free merchandise while at it, visit patreon.com slash footinreview or footinreview.com and join our super close community and get that invite to our Discord server with that. Today's episode is brought to you by Car Money, but more about them later. And on that note, let's shout out our Patreon Skybox owners. It's time to say a big thank you to Paul C, Amar L, Archum W, Mario A, Simon E, and of course, Peter M. Now let's get this show started. Hello footies, welcome along to your latest dose of EAFC 24 Ultimate Team goodness. We are Foot in Review, powered by FootCoaching.com. We are recording this on Monday, the 25th of September, 2023. Although you'll probably be hearing this on Tuesday, the 26th, unless you're one of our excellent patrons who get this show a little bit early. My name is Dan Wimbush, otherwise known as Wimby. Delighted to be joined today by the scout, Nathan Downs. Two shows into the new game cycle, Nathan. I've already got you on the dock in FIFA court. That's it. I mean, yeah, we'll we'll get into that, but it's it's a pleasure to be on. Thank you for inviting me back in. I think you had ulterior motives in bringing bringing me back on today, but <laughs> we shall see. Yeah, it's like one of those, like what, Jerry Springer or uh, Jeremy Carl or whatever, <laughs> where it's just like I've invited you here. You think you're coming for like a party or something, but no, this is a sting operation because we are going to rake you over the coals and uh, get into that. But look, we've got lots to get into on today's show. Of course, the AFC fully out now. Most of us. Uh, who purchased the Ultimate Edition or have been using that free EA Play trial, have now had an extensive look at the game. Of course, we had Grandpapa Mac, Ingvi and John talking about their initial thoughts on Friday, but myself and Nath are going to go into a bit of a deeper dive. Now we've had a couple of days, about a few days now to play. We've also got the start of a couple of new features. We've got our formation in review, our FIR, and our player in review, our PIR. So stay tuned for those a little bit later on in the show. Plus, we'll be bringing through the mailbag and much, much more. So Nath, before I, um, I do drag you into FIFA court, just your first thoughts on the game. I like it. Um, I do have to keep reminding myself that it's early, early sort of stages of the game because sometimes I'm like in FIFA 23, it moved a lot quicker. So you kind of have to go back that we are playing with gold cards. And to be honest, we're not all playing with top gold cards either. But I really like it. I think the passing's really fun. Um, there's the odd one that goes wild, but the new precision pass, especially when I'm sort of getting used to it in squad battles, it's it's making my mind tick about different. Sort of formations we can maybe try out as well. Um, something we'll we'll talk about later on. Um, I think and I think it's it's quite good. Like even things like the the power shot, and it might be in my head, but I don't remember the power shot being that quick to get away. Like I think they've nerfed that in in the A twenty four. So if you hit the power shot, it doesn't do the ridiculous slowdown, and you're like, oh, someone's going to tackle me now. Like it's fairly smooth, <laughs> and you know even some of the, the the skill moves transitions. I think they've they've nailed that really well at the moment. So yeah, it's it's positive. I mean. We all know that the big uh, EA nerf will come at some point, so can't get too used to it because usually it's quite a big patch, the first one. But at the same time, you know, I'm, I, I can't really grumble too much. How about you, Dan? How are you finding that? Yeah, overall, I think I'm enjoying it. Um, I've, I've played probably a dozen games online and 
three dozen games offline as I've been spamming my way through these objectives, trying to get as many packs as possible and things like that. But yeah, it's nice. I like the playstyles plus and the playstyles have made something different. I think the introduction of women into the game has gone even better than I thought it would. It's been fantastic. It's increased the diversity of teams. Uh, Menu content, maybe not quite as good as I'd like it, but it is very early days. Um, And there are a few things that I've just outright not liked about the game. More on the technical side of things and just the way EA have have handled the launch of this game, uh, which we'll get into, but we'll stick with with the positives for now. And the positive for me is that I get to drag you straight into FIFA court because <laughs> every time I'm not doing a show with you, Nate, you will get in some sort of a barb about how good my pack luck is. Ah, uh, yeah, I'll just wait for Dan's pack something or some of like that when you're, I'm with Nishan or John. Do you care to tell our dear listeners, Nate, who you managed to pack on what day two of this um... game? Yeah, it was D two. It was D one for me. Um, so I'm, I'm going to call it another D one launch. Uh, D one luck. Um, obviously, for those that, that heard our kind of uh, luck head show with uh, Shaq, I said I will absolutely categorically not pull another icon on launch. Um, but lo and behold, a nice little uh, Rio Ferdinand came into one of my packs. So um, un- my tradable pack looks been been wonderful, hasn't it, Dan? I mean, I can't really grumble for another two or three days now. We've had sort of. Awesome, and I was just saying to you beforehand, I had a lazy buy on uh, Alman Edison that's, that's got me an extra 180k, um, had Rio, uh, so I got, got a few coins early on, so I'll, I'll not complain for, what are we now, 25th of, of September, I'll probably not complain until about the 30th anyway for now. Yeah, you're absolutely banned from complaining about pack luck. For uh, I'm probably going to say for the rest of 2023, I don't want to hear it from you. Um, but no, look, congratulations, GGs. Um, but, you know, we joke and jest, but we were talking just before we came on air. Sometimes it's that old more money, more problems dilemma yeah. because we are in the very early days of the game. We are seeing wild swings in the marketplace and it's difficult to know sometimes where to put those coins do you spend now do you build a good team now how are you kind of approaching it with such a big coin balance already so i'm still at the stage where you guys were probably at sort of friday saturday where you were doing all the objectives which gave you the untradable packs um so what i'm doing at the moment is i'm basically replacing all the tradable ones that i've had um I, I did put a few points on not lots but i put a few points on at the start of the game and obviously we had the four thousand six hundred as well so that's how I've, I've had some of these good tradable one so um my plan is i think i'm sitting on 1.5 mil just now so i think once i've done all these objectives for the big uh tradable packs uh sorry untradable packs we're going to sit down and i'm probably going to call you into that as well and maybe maybe envy our master squad trader who i know is <laughs> in the chat and uh if i will say i'm on 1.5 now i'm probably going to say right guys let's go put 250 300k into a, a competitive gold team i don't want to go too ham on golds because we we know and you'll talk about it in your trading show but golds like drop like they'll they'll go up for the first couple of weeks but they will drop so i don't want to get too far into that because my mind will always be spinning when do i sell what do i do so yeah i think just keep competitive i, I wouldn't put all 1.5 mil into the top players because we know they'll drop even the heroes and that like they'll be steadily but we know that the next bunch will come out and same with the icons and stuff so i think it's all about staying competitive without going too crazy too early yeah, it's a really tricky one. I mean, look, I think the very best meta cards will continue to rise. I mean, we saw last year, I, I remember, I didn't think cards like Captivia and stuff would just keep going up, you know, that World Cup Captivia card, and it just did. It's all a case of, will there be something better out to replace what we've got now? Uh, and EA, look, EA have already gone 
gone for the wallet. They've gone for the jugular, Nathan. We've seen a, a what a two hundred and what a three thousand point FIFA point pack last night. Was it two hundred seventy five thousand coins? Yeah. Before the game is actually even out. So they are not holding back. They are happy to tempt us in. You know, it's effectively an 81 plus times 30 pack for people to buy. So look, I think people for years have, have said that, well, you know, it's not a pay to win game. It's not a pay to win game. You are slightly leaning towards that now with such massive packs right from day one, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, it, it may not be pay to win, but it's pay to get a massive advantage. Um, I think what, one thing that EA have done well, and we'll credit them, is I, I think the way that the game started, there probably will be a skill gap because um, I think some of these new the new new techniques they brought on is really cool, and I think that will kind of make the better players stand out. But at this stage of the game, if you spend that and you pull your Mbappe's, your Neymar's, your Alo Alo Wirens, I can never pronounce, you know, one of these big players early doors, then that's going to give you an automatic advantage, especially when you've got a ninety rated. Or is it a 92 rated Mbappe or 91, whatever he is? And then he's facing a 75 rated fullback. Like he is just going to, he's going to burn him and make him look like he's running through treacle. So I think a big pulls now, it does definitely give you an advantage. Um, for those of you that are thinking FOMO, 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 I did spend some of my coins on that pack and I got a random 85 who is worth pretty much minimum. He's like worth discard. Um, and it's absolutely terrible. I think I got lots of 82s, but. Yeah, uh, if FOMO's a thing, I've done it and I wouldn't recommend going to do it. Yeah, look, I've seen the big streamers open loads of packs. I've seen some absolute wonder double walkouts and I've seen some absolute flops. I've not I've not done any of the big packs. I like you, I loaded up um, a little bit for the very opening of the game and just spent it on premium gold packs. Gave me a little bit of a, a base of coins to go off and trade off. I've, I've sort of worked, grinded my way up to about 300k now. Uh, I've just doing loads of small stuff, which I'll get into on the trading show. Again, uh, that is exclusive for our Patreon subscribers, patreon.com forward slash foot in review. Sign up for any, sign up for the supporters here and hire, and you get myself and Shaq talking uh, in depth about the market and trading. So that our next show for that will be on Thursday, uh, just to mark your cards for that one. Loads of other benefits as well. Of course, you can listen to the show live. We've got Adam and Ingby in the studio here with us right now, for example, doing just that. Um, but yeah, so I've been steadily grinding my way up coins-wise, just doing little bits and pieces. But I'm, I've had better than you, Pack Luck, untradable-wise. I've got uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, my best have been Militao and Rudiger. Um, so I've got my centre-back sort of now sorted um, for the next however long. Uh, but I've been buying players, been trying players. Um, I think I've missed the boat on a few because I think the market is shot off to the moon, especially on gold at prices that I just don't want to pay anymore. So I'm kind of looking around heroes and icons about whether I sort of put some money into one big player to sort of build my team around. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo, I got was my big attacking pull um, and he's going to be my player in review, which we'll come on to a little bit later on. But yeah, I mean, overall it's been... It's been a good launch. I've enjoyed it. I, I, you know, I'm sat here now. We're recording this, and I'm excited to be playing the game when we finish. Um, but there are those those problems we mentioned on Friday's show. There were no stadiums in the game. There were loads of kits were missing. Happy to say, Nate, they've they've appeared now at last. They have. I mean, half of me wants to go back to the old ways of saying, like, give me my compensation because I could have got so many more things out the packs <laughs> that we opened. I mean, if I got all those packs back, then, you know, I'd be sitting here again for another few days. Um, I don't think they will 
do that. I think they'll, they've, they've not really acknowledged it at all. Um, but it's it's good to have them back. Uh, I don't know if you've picked any. I don't even know. Is, is Reading Stadium in the game? Reading Stadium is not in the game uh, <laughs> because we've not been in the Premier League since foot really took off because our last season was in there, 2012-13. And they only tend to model the Prem stadiums. Yeah. Um, so our stadium isn't in there. I always play at uh, the Municipal de Iprua in Spain, which is Ibar Stadium, because it reminds me of um, of Elm Park, where Reading used to play. Um, but so I've not, I've got to go out and buy that stadium. I'm not actually seeing if it's in the game. I've bought my Reading kits and badges. We're now bronze because we're League One. But the good news is, is that because we're bronze, I can buy them for 200 coins each. <laughs> so I've saved myself um, four and a half grand on each. So look, it's nice of them to be there. Like you, I don't expect compensation. They should. I think if you went and kicked up a big enough stink uh, and, you know, tried to put in, I'm not saying go a lawsuit or whatever, but if you kicked up a big enough stink and was like, stuff you said was in the game wasn't in the game. And you could be, you could argue, I mean, like Chris was talking about on Friday, you could argue, well, I, I was after Ibrox. I was buying packs, trying to get Ibrox. I wanted Ooh. to play it, you know, and that concept wasn't in the game. And more importantly, it was not disclosed that that stuff wasn't in packs. I think that was the key thing. I think EA have just hoped that it will go under the radar and people won't kick up enough stink because I, I think you would have a pretty good case of saying, look, this wasn't in packs. I bought packs, you know, in the same way if you were trying to get a promo player and that promo player wasn't in packs. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, they, they, absolutely. Would, they would compensate, but they're not going to do this because it would cost them, well, not money because they would just give people packs, but it would completely screw up the market and be an absolute massive headache. So it's not going to happen. Just glad it's in there at last um, and people could start to customize away. Um, other problems though, Nate, are creeping up. The issue of crashes seems to be a big one as well. Yeah, um, Envy in the live chat, um, and I've seen in our Discord a lot of people having issues with crashing. Um, I have had one where I had to, I didn't fully crash, but it definitely uh, buffered, if you like. And I think it was just on the squad battles where you kind of got to the new cut scene at the end of the game, and I just couldn't select anything. Um, but I just waited it out. I went and did I make tea or I went to the dishwasher? Did some very very cool, you know, uh, task at home. <laughs> but I came back and it did kind of free up. But yeah, it's it's a bit disappointing when these are in because you get yourself so hyped up for this, and you know, towards the end of um, I'm going to say 23. I'm getting myself so confused now. Uh, towards the end of FIFA 23, <laughs> we we did get the the idea, the feeling that they were kind of neglecting. Uh, FIFA to go on to EA24 so I was hoping that EA24 would be like the absolute pinnacle like the perfect launch all like all bugs out of the system everything right um, unfortunately it's not been the case and to be honest I'm sitting here thinking we had this us two especially had quite a few shows last year where we we had to highlight you know not just maybe one a session but there were sometimes two or three four mistakes each week and I'm just hoping that this isn't going to go down that line where we're going to be constantly thinking what if they screwed up on now and you know, it's, the game's got so much potential. If they can just get this right, and you know, the quality control element comes back, comes into it, then hopefully it'll be a good year. But if they're starting off like this, and um, like it, I think to quote Envy, you say the year sweeping the kits and stadiums thing under the carpet, and it, you know things like that, even acknowledge there was an issue. You know, I, you know, the, the releasing, re-releasing the packs that you've opened it is going to kill the market. It's probably going to kill the game for the people that have, you know, on the early release because you get so many more. Um, so many more players back and pulls and stuff, especially to the tradable packs. So you'd, you'd be on another step up compared to the guys joining on this Friday normal launch. The market will be in the mud, but then these guys come on and how that react. Like it's just too many kind of 
issues there. So hopefully they'll pull their fingers out and this will just be like, you know, um, uh, a start kind of a, a, wee, a wee issue at the start and then, you know, onto bigger and better things. Yeah, look, this this smacks of a game launch that has been all about glitz, glamour and, you know, trying to wow us with new colours and it's the classic distraction techniques because actually, whilst I'm not slagging off the gameplay and things like that, it's, it's a fine football game. But for a company that makes this much money, it's they've been lazy. I'll just go out right and say it. Things like the companion app has still got is still a bug riddled mess, an absolute bug riddled mess, and there is no excuse for this. You've known EAFC was coming. You had a chance to go out and say, right, let's look at this app here. What works with it? What works doesn't work with it? Let's fix some of the flaws that have been in and been reported over and over and over again. And they just don't do it. They don't do it now. I don't think that's a lack of talent or skill from people that work there. Maybe it's they haven't got the resources to do it. I think that's probably a more likely thing. EA are obviously trying to maximize profit levels. They'll be looking to keep a lean, you know, lean staff. They're a bit of corporation. They've got shareholders. I've mentioned to the cows come home on this show. They're a business and they're about trying to make money. And for the 10 millionth time, they've got no competition. They've got zero competition, so they are getting lazier, Nate. And I think they are getting more and more complacent about things like this, about releasing things that are buggy, about keeping things that are buggy in there, because they know that the hype is so huge. People are so engrossed. I'm sitting here, and I've rattled off 10 things I don't like, but I'm still excited to play the game. And I'm, I'm, I'm talking about this on a podcast. So if I'm like that, the, the casual player is probably not as concerned, but that doesn't excuse it. And I don't want anybody listening to the show saying I'm ever going to make excuses for this because it's not. And when they get that pressure, it will be the best thing for everybody. Because if people start, if if for a miracle, eFootball turned things around and was suddenly, and they had, they had a web app that was brilliant, they had a companion app that was great, they were flawless with content, they were great at apologizing and making up to their community of things that go wrong, which they already do, by the way. The amount of times I would log into eFootball when I was playing it a couple of years ago, and I would get a random notification of, oh, this was wrong, our servers were down too long, or this, here, have something, was brilliant. So they do care about people, whereas EA are in that market leader position where they don't have to. But let's move away from the negativity. In fact, I'll linger on one last bug just because it comes from the mailbag um, which, of course, if you're part of the Discord, part of the Patreon, you get access to Discord, and Grandpapa Mac has raised the point. Um, now, have you noticed that they've moved the where you store the where you store players button and where you quick sell players button on the companion app and the web app? Yeah, they have. Uh, to be honest, I, I'm not going to say it's a bugbear for mine. I, I actually quite like the fact they've kind of put it all together. Um, I can see where where Grandpapa Mac's coming. Like it's it's going to be easier if you're not paying attention to quick sells your pulls, and then obviously you'll probably not have that amount of quick sell left, uh, quick sell recoveries left. So I do see what you're saying, but I think it's more once you get used to it. I think people think it's actually quite a good thing. Um, but I, yeah, I, I wouldn't say it was a, a negative even right off the bat. I quite enjoyed it being being like that. Yeah, and just one up. While we're still on the mailbag as well, Ingvi in the live chat raises the point. Do you think he asked? Do you think that the player SBCs so far have been a bit expensive? Because we've seen three so far. We've seen James Madison, Tuba Akpom, and Kevin De Bruyne. De Bruyne coming in at about one eighty. Uh, Madison, the Premier League Player of the Month, coming in at fifty k, and Tuba Akpom 
for an 85 rated player from the Eredivisie coming in at 85k. Um, I mean, what do you make of it? Yeah, I, th- I think the only decent one at that is Madison. Um, Madison at 48k is okay. I mean, I still wouldn't do that because at this stage, neither, no, none of the new players are going to stay in your team that long, I don't think. De Bruyne looks fine. Um, if you take 100k off him for 80k, you're probably thinking, yeah, I'm going to go and do him. But 180k, I think, is wild. Four-star, four-star, moderately fast. He's got sort of... 80s all across until his defence and his physicalities go down to 70. Obviously, his passing's up at 91, so he's fine. But he's not 180. When the market's this low, he's not. I know the market is rising, but you can get players. You know, Bernardo Silva, I would have gone for over him. Um, his uh, gold card, I think, sort of a little bit more expensive, but not his non-informed. I don't think it's massively different to that. Um, I say that now. I'm actually just checking it before I look like an idiot. Uh, <laughs> Um, what is his? So it's 120. So it's a lot cheaper for his 91 gold. So it's it's slower, but yeah. it's probably I I would probably prefer that gold card and play him as a sort of centre mid the way that the game built for the passes and stuff. So I don't think he's even worth sort of 60k more than his gold from from looking at him. Um, so I think that's a bit dodgy. And then obviously they've brought out the tuber Akpom because he's quite a fast striker. But he's 85 rated. He ties in with the the milestone releases. We're obviously starting with the Eredivisie first, but Three-star, three-star, moderately fast, um, low aggression, low passing, terrible defense, so you can't even press from the front with it. I just, I think even 85K for him is is very stingy on a league that's probably not got millions of players that we're going to see in your squads week in, week out. Yeah, and look, those foundation milestones players, none of the three really scream get into your team for any length of time. I suppose you're literally just starting the game. The good thing is EA have made them really accessible, Nath. It's not going to take you very long to do them at all. All you've really got to do is put a couple of easy players in your team, um, one of them towards the front, and you'll be all right. Um, so you'll be able to get a Small, Chilison, uh, and Drioch. I've probably put, put their name. Apologies, John. Um, <laughs> although none of them are Feyenoord players, so he, I'm sure he doesn't mind as much. Um, so, yeah, I mean, look, if you had the, the three of those plus Akpom in, it's it's a fine, it's a very solid team. None of them are, are bad players, especially, but none of them are really that you'd be like, oh, I can't wait to build my team around them. Um, I think Madison is really well-priced, especially because you get a 7.5K pack and I think it's a 10K pack, tradable back. So actually really... In net cost, it's only costing you about 35k. He looks a de- decent enough midfielder. Nice little cam. He's obviously got the, I think it's the set piece um, playstyle plus, hasn't he? Which is nice to have. Um, so again, I've got no problem with someone doing that for one of the early early part of the game. I, I won't be unless I get a couple of high rated dupes on Thursday from rewards. Um, but that's very unlikely to do. <laughs> but yeah, a little bit pricey. Yeah, at Pom, I'd stay away from. But look. The way that these promo packs are being pumped out, Nath, again, we say, oh, that costs 83K. But if you're opening one of those 81 plus times 30, it's probably going to cost you next to nothing to get a card like that done. Yeah, possibly. And it's, you know, if you, it's, it's a dupe, uh, sort of a dupe filler, isn't it? Like that's dupe where dump. we put them in, dupe dump. That's the one. So um, apart from De Bruyne, like we said, it was really pretty expensive. I think he's an 88 and 87 rated squad or something mm. like that. So um, stay. I would stay away from him because, you know, at this stage of the game, you're wanting to conserve your coins. You're wanting to think about longevity, really. I mean, obviously you go for fun as well, but it's a long 11 and 11.9 months to, to go. So you don't want to be losing everything straight away. And yeah, I, I, it's fine. Madison's probably the one out of the three I would do. 
Um, depends on how the team's set up once I've kind of got rid of all my tradables. But I just, <laughs> I just think it's, yeah, it's a little bit expensive for what they are. But at the same time, so De Bruyne, I'm sure, will feel really good in game. Um, so you maybe don't want everyone having a, an 87 good De Bruyne at this time. Um, same with Madison as well. He's he's affordable enough, but he's also people like me that are a bit stingy might be thinking early game an 86 probably going to be in my squad for two weeks if that, and then and then move on again. Yeah, like, again, I wouldn't go out of my way to do Madison, but I can absolutely understand if you're building a Prem team. It's, but you know, we and you've got to respect the fact there will be lots of people that aren't even picking up the game now until Friday when the standard launches. Uh, and that brings me on to another point as well. You know, we've seen it a lot in our Discord. I myself have felt this way, that it's tough out there. It's it's tough. You've seen a lot of really good teams out there early. And remember that the people playing this game at the moment are the most dedicated people. I mean, people, people like us that, that talk about it, um, you know, all the pros out there, all the influencers. If you've bought the uh, the Ultimate Edition, chances are you really enjoy your FIFA to have made that additional investment. So the opposition is going to be tough and it will get easier for everybody. A, as the big player pool increases massively on Friday, but B, as people very quickly find their level. And you mentioned as well, Nath, and it's a point that John raised in the Discord as well. There is that skill gap. There does seem to be a very noticeable skill gap this year. So the better players are going to rise quicker and it will leave people able to find their level a lot easier. But, you know, I've, I'm only in Div 8 um, and... I play basically, I don't play scrubs. I just play, I just play at the very worst, it's a solid player. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, some of the teams we're seeing already is, is like mental. So then you get too, too disheartened. It's going to be a long 12 months. So if you're in the 10, 7, 10, 9, 8, whatever, like you're not, it doesn't mean that you're necessarily a bad player. You could have bad matchmaking, like you say. You could, you know, everyone's in a small pool, and obviously the guys that can play day and night will probably move further forward than they will if you, if you can only play a couple hours a day or a couple hours every second day or whatever. So it's it's a new game, and there's all piece, there's also the new mechanics to get used to as well. Some people will adapt to the new mechanics quicker, but you know it'll come if you play around you, you it will come and you know you'll start to see that separation i think and you know if you are struggling hold on till friday then you should uh should maybe get a few more uh a few more people that are kind of a few more casuals if you like yeah it's also a, there's a i've i've noticed personally that there's a big change when and john again has mentioned this in podcast in the past if you play other game modes other than rivals and foot champs you can get into bad habits and i've been playing a lot of squad battles on semi-pro and pro and probably just being really lazy because I know like, oh, if I give the ball away, I'll get the ball back in a minute. It'll be fine. And that probably doesn't help for when I've then gone into rivals and my passing has been a bit looser than it should have been. I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not as that, you know, when I'm playing the computer, I'm not actively triggering as many runs and things like that and thinking like that. Whereas if you play exclusively online, 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 and as I have now sort of ticked off most of the objectives, I am now doing most things in rivals. I have noticed that my play has got that a little bit better. Yeah, it will do. Like you say, it's just about habits. And um, I'm, like I say, I'm at the start of the game where I am doing a bit more squad battles, trying to get the untradeable pack. So I will be coming out of these this week sort of session, yeah. and I will have those bad habits. And to be honest, we'll all those of us in the Discord will probably hear me going, "This is horrific. I'm so bad. I hate this game." And in about two days' time, once I've played it a little bit, I'll be like, "This game's amazing. I love it." Um, yeah. it's, it's just how it goes. It's the same every year, to be honest. So. As long as you can keep in your mind that you know there are reasons for it, you've not just become a bad player because it's a different game. Um, I think everything will be fine. It's just getting your mindset right. Yeah, and look, if the, if it is negatively 
impacting you, you, you with your mental health and things like that. And, you you know, you, your ego's taking a blow, your morale's taking a blow. Just, again, just pop back on squad battles. They've now launched the Friendlies Cup as well. Um, what do they call it? The Evolutions Cup for a few packs as well. So no word, by the way, yet. We haven't really kind of figured out if it's skill-based matchmaking on that. It's too early. So um, watch this space, I'm sure. Hopefully the good by- thing to put in, sorry, the good thing to put into that is the the objective brought out. It's uncapped in terms of number of games. Yes. Um, which I'm hoping they're going to take into the next one. I don't mind them putting in, you know, instead of win seven or whatever, it's win 12. But yeah. just don't limit the amount of games you've got. I think that's much better. But sorry, I know I was interrupting, but I thought that was quite a big one before I forget. <laughs> yeah, the friend, friendly cup, as Ingvi describes it. Um, so yeah, pop back in some other modes and then go back to Rivals maybe again into next week. There's no rush. There is no, it's a long game cycle. We've got another 51 weeks uh, to go. On, uh, on this game cycle. So, you, you know, you take a few days out, you know, work on your team, work on some objectives and then come back to it and there'll be a bigger player pool and you've got a better chance of matching up against players around your skill level. And I think that makes everybody feel better um, when you are playing people that are at your level rather than having to, you know, run the risk of running into absolute monsters. Um, and no, no one likes a beating and I've, t- I've taken a fair few of them already, Nath. Um <laughs> Speaking of beatings, let's get into some of the reasons for those beatings. Let's talk formation in review. We don't have a fancy sting for it yet, but we will do. The production's <laughs> on the way, folks. The production's on the way, but you'll have to make do with me for now. Um, so, Nay, formation in review. Um, I'm going to start with the 4-2-3-1 this week because we mentioned on kind of the preparation show that you did with Shaq, um, and I mentioned on Tony's show as well, and the other show I did on last week, I went back to basics, and so far I've played around with four triple two, four four two, and I'm just finding four two three one to be pretty balanced for me. Have you used it yet at all? I have, um, especially when I was reading in a Discord about um, some sort of the, you know the dribbling being really good, and it's a good game to be an attacker and type thing. So I'm like, yeah, I wanted the balance, uh, two different variations. So I've basically kind of tried to copy a little bit of my last like FIFA 23. Um, which I kind of I played, so you know where the players are. So um, four two three one, I think, is very balanced. Uh, I'll go on to it after you've kind of talked about your ins and outs of it, Dan. But it's kind of made watching some of the gameplay and playing myself. It's made me think about a different formation as well than this. But I've not quite sorted my team out, so I don't want to try and change it around too much until I've got an actual playing team. If that makes sense. Yeah, I think the big advantage to the four two three one is it encourages you to be more patient because you haven't got that two two-pronged attack so you're not constantly looking for the through balls for the long you know the long manual passes or you know over the top balls you it's forcing me to kind of be a bit more tick attacker build up go backwards and forwards and sideways and it is that back and forth movement that is opening up the chances and it's what costs me as well because i am impatient i will bring players out of position i will chase too much and i will leave a big gap somewhere and get punished for it particularly um, it seems by the four three three, and there's a couple of variants. I think it's the f- the fifth variant that seems to be causing me a lot of trouble. I think is the fifth variant the one with a CF as opposed to the yeah, striker. Yeah, yeah, and what that seems to do is it really packs that middle. That CF comes deeper in, and they pick up the ball in those areas if you give it away in that central midfield, and it just bursts onto you. And I'm having a real problem. People seem to be playing quite either press on possession lost or um, a constant pressure because I'm noticing I'm playing that formation a lot 
And if I can hang in there until about the 60th minute, the stamina drain usually lets me take control. But I have been blown away early by that formation. Yeah, and that kind of comes on to it. So I, like I said, I like the 4-2-3-1, but I was looking at some of the options that we've got, and I really want to go and play around with the five-one-two-two formation. I think that has so much potential, and uh, I've seen a bit of John's footage, and I've played a bit, and passing is king in this game. Um, and I think if you're playing sort of like the 4-3-3 or whatever, but you've got your two full-backs bombing on, so you've got your three uh, centre-backs uh, center that can pick up their attackers uh, and that one uh, CDM, that sets in front and that'll pick up the centre forward dropping deep. I think that formation has so much potential this year, um, especially like I say, if you get used to the precision passing where you can bring in your wingers. Um, I think I was looking around at a lot of the five backs, but I think that one looks like it's got, you know, for me the the, the potential. And you know, two weeks time, I might be saying this formation's terrible, but <laughs> I, th- I think the way the game feels, that's got a lot. Especially if if um, somebody's sort of ticky, like you say, ticky tacker or the the technical. I've used Bernardo Silva, and he's his uh, dribbling's unreal. Um, so if you've got these type of players, you know, I don't want to be playing one depth sort of everyone full back, but I want to be competitive, and I don't want to be too open either. So I think that has a lot of the potential for it. Yeah, I've been playing on slightly lower depth than I would usually. Usually I'm up in the kind of 60 range. I've, I dropped that back to about 45 just because it, this is a real game that does punish you. When players get away, they get away. Um, and I've, the amount of times I've seen that evolved, Darwin Nunes romping through my back line is, is uncomfortable for me. But if I go back and look at it, I can pinpoint the mistakes. This is I, I'm not saying this is, oh, it's, it's bugged, it's so op it's not it just punishes and that's what we what we talk about when we say skill gap it's punishing me for making mistakes and it's about drilling in into yourself those behaviors and not you know and adapting to them and that is what you know the early part of this game is we're five days in it's going to take a while you can't just change your play style completely overnight so a, a message to myself and to everybody give yourself a break um well let's move from formation in review to player in review this show is sponsored by Car Money, the car finance ninjas, fighting to make cars affordable and accessible for everyone, no matter your financial situation. Nikki, the car finance ninja here, compares the top car finance lenders in both the UK and Australia to get you the best possible price so you don't have to, and they can get you approved fast. All you need to do is choose your new car and drive away happy. Get in touch with one of their friendly ninjas and start your car finance journey today. <laughs> x-factor go, contestant coming up right away then yeah quite um <laughs> i'm gonna start with uh, a player you may have heard of cristiano ronaldo cr7 um packed him untradeable very excited to have done so the pros on this card he has got the power shot plus play style and my word nath talk about power shots being potentially overpowered if you hit it, he takes a shot almost as quick as a real shot, just a normal shot, sorry, and they just fly in. If you get your aim right, there's no stopping them. Still does require you to be in a little bit of space, but shooting, this guy is absolutely unreal. Strength is half decent, passing pretty good, um, but overall it's in front of goal where this card shines. Of course, it's got the five-star skills as well, so if you're apt at using those, I'm not but when I have pulled off the odd skill move, he does them pretty well. Uh, the cons, I mean, the pace, you can't, you can't ignore it. He's not, he doesn't gallop away from players anymore. The strength isn't amazing either. Um, and I have actually just dropped him from my side because I packed Osman untradeable 
and as a combination, when I was toying around with four triple two and four four two, I didn't think they worked very well as a pair. So Ronaldo has, has hit the bench, and I'm going back to that four two three one. So I'm looking for a more creative um, cam. I might even go Harry Kane because Harry Kane and Wayne Rooney were the two players that filled that position well for me last year. So I might go back to Kane this time around. Um, but overall, look, I would say if you are looking for a, a deadly finisher. Get Ronaldo. That play style is broken. I think it's going to be tuned because I think it's too good. I think there's only um, something like five gold cards and there's only two gold strikes. I think it's Ronaldo and Rashford that have got it, which is probably why you don't see it very often because there's lots of icons um, and heroes that have got it, but obviously they're you know at a price range that most people aren't going to get yet. So I do think it'll be toned down, but for the time being, especially if you're looking to get the objective done, as part of the goal scoring milestones, if you want to get that power shot one ticked off very early, I would uh, I'd go CR seven. But yeah, he has been dropped for my team, and I can see very much why he's been around that fifty to sixty k mark. He, I think that is a fair price. Yeah, he he does look decent, and like you say, he's getting to that point in his real career that there's a few uh, drawbacks to his game, and and I guess it's quite nice to see that that's come across into FIFA as well because we want it to be fairly realistic. Um, at times so um, it's a very good pull though I mean if, if somebody said to me here's Ronaldo you'd definitely make to be honest the way my team is just now we'd make my, be in my starting team <laughs> but he would definitely be a player that I would try and keep in as long as you, you could because because he's Ronaldo isn't he he's one of one of the goats we'll leave that discussion uh, for another day but he's definitely up there with one of it would be one of the goats so very good pull I'm not at all jealous Dan well, I mean, you can go and buy 20 of him if you really want to. Nathan. Actually, more than that. You can go buy 30 of him if you want to. Um, who is your player of the year for today's show? So my one is a lot more under the radar. Um, Price-wise, I think she's only coming in at 1.3K. Um, 1.4K, sorry. She's gone up now. A whole 100 coins. Um, but Ella Toon. So you can only, I, buy a th- only buy a 1,000 of them. Exactly. I mean, just pack pack a thousand of them on the line. I'll never concede. <laughs> um, but no, Elatoon is uh, is a cam. It has actually surprised me, and I don't know whether it's because I've just not pulled many. Um, I'm not pulled. I've not packed many for women in the game. <laughs> I, I was waiting for you to say that. I was going to say Mrs. Mrs. Scout right now is Mrs. Scout is storming, storming up. <laughs> but no, I've not packed many. So I, I gave her a go for my Man United allegiances, and I tell you what, this. Like I don't know whether it's all women, but she just has this like ability to glide away. Um, her pace is only like eighty-one, um, you know, eighty-three acceleration, eighty sprint speed. So she's not rapid, but she's just incredible on the ball. I put a dead eye on her. Like a shooting's cracked. Um, her passing's insane. Like a short passing goes up to ninety-eight, which, like we said, I think passing's key in this. Um, her dribbling's up at eighty-six. The only thing bringing that massively down is her agility, but she still seems to wiggle away. So. I think this is a bit of a cheap beast. Um, some people will not like it because she is not rapid. Um, you could obviously put a hunter on and just have her with the pace and the shooting, but I, th- I think the passing's insane and the dribbling's very good too. So I would keep keep that. Um, yeah, and Envy points out the playstyle as well. So she's got playstyle plus his flair. She's also got the chip shot, incisive pass, the technical, the trickster, and the Travella uh, playstyle. So she's she's loaded with playstyle. So. People might look at her and go, "She's one. She's you know, she's a thousand coins. So let's not do it." Or you know, she's a lassie at place for Man United with kind of low eighties pace. So let's not. But honestly, if you're wanting to to experiment, give her a go because I think she's she's very good and she surprised me how good how good she's been. So once hopefully I can get a few more decent 
pulls as well, but trying to keep her in in the squad, keep her on the bench, even if I have to, and you know she can g up the guys. Yeah, very much so. I was um, I almost wanted to bring Frank Kirby as in my player review. I went for Ronaldo for you know had to review him, um, but I, I might talk more detail about them. But I, Frank Kirby is brilliant. Um, the way she you know she lives up to the mini Messi nickname that she's earned in real life. Um, absolutely love bringing her off the bench. Causes real problems. I think she's about three and a half k at the moment as well. Uh, so I've been really impressed with her. She's definitely my impact super sub. And might even try and work her way. She might even take that cam slot now that I've benched Ronaldo. Might try and work her into the squad as well. Chloe Kelly as well, I think, is my favourite winger that I've used. Really rapid. Great cross as well. She's got the um, whipped cross, I think, playstyle plus, um, which hasn't worked quite as well as I thought it was. Um, it talks about them being highly precision and, and high accuracy, but they seem to be getting over hit. So I don't know if something has been lost or I'm doing them wrong. I mean, it's probably me, um, but not quite getting the most out of that playstyle plus. But even so, she's been in my starting lineup. Um, I really enjoyed it. I had Lauren Hemp as well on the other side, who um, I liked as well, but I've just moved on because uh, her price went up. Um, but that is this week's player in review. And uh, while well, we still wait for production on that, um, we'll start to bring the show to a close, Nate. Again, a big mention, of course, if you are looking to improve your game and work with the very best, footcoaching.com, people like Nate, John, all the guys there, been beavering away, with figuring out things, working on things, looking at video analysis, and they've got the best tools in the game to do so. So footcoaching.com, if you're interested in that. Of course, as I mentioned, patreon.com forward slash foot in review as well. Of course, we've got our loyalty program as well, free merch on the horizon. I can't wait to get myself one of those I rage quit shirts. Um, <laughs> I might have spoiled that one there for everyone. I'm sorry, John, if I've just dropped that to everybody. Um, <laughs> but there you go. It's just a teaser for everybody. Um, and of course, lots of stuff as well going on on our socials. You know, hopefully notice we've been a lot more active on our socials. Give off various socials a follow where it's TikTok, Instagram in particular, we're doing lots of great stuff at foot coaching is where you can find all of that. Uh, and Nath, just before we go, I mean, what is kind of the next steps? So I know you've been kind of talking about getting some more objectives and bits and pieces done, but will you be trying to qualify for that opening weekend league? Um, depends on time, to be honest, Dan. Um, I want to get these objectives done. I want to get all those sort of big packs so I can see um, see how my team lays up. Once I've done that, I'll build a, like we said, a competitive team, take that into rivals to get a bit more practice against uh, human opposition, try and weed <laughs> out some of those bad bad habits that we've built. And then if I've got time, then I'll try and do, um, I'll, I will try and qualify. Um, we, weekend league's not usually my bag, so maybe I can get on for this Friday, potentially. Um if not, I don't know when the next time I'll be able to do it, but then playing weekend league on the first weekend league on the Friday with only the early release within available. I'm not quite sure I'm brave enough for that. Is It'll be like being fed to the lions, I think. Yeah, it's that's uh, that's going to be a tough one. I mean, it's listed to start this weekend. Um, some people are saying that it might not happen, but as far as we know, it's going to happen this weekend. So, you know, if you're in it, just getting those points through rivals to get into playoffs, yet alone then getting through playoffs. Um, it's going to be tough. So I, I don't think I'm going to have the time to do it. I'll try my best, um, but we will see. But look, lots to look forward to. This show will return on Friday with John and our regular crew. I'm not sure who he's got on the guest lineup right now, but you can, of course, hear that show on Saturday night. Our release schedule being Tuesday nights and Saturday nights as well. Just saying we're recording this on Monday morning as well. So if some sensational content drops on Monday night, that is why we have not mentioned it. Um, up to this point of course again 
know all the places to go to find us. Nath, where can people find you? Uh, I'm on Twitter as NG Downs, and again, our amazing Discord. Hire into that if you can. Uh, NG Downs as well. Um, I think we're running a, a seven day free trial on that, like we've said. So mm-hmm. that's quite a cool thing to do. And then if you're in there and you've got any suggestions for a two or 300k gold team, let me know. Well, it doesn't have to be gold, but two or 300k team, send us your suggestions as well. I'll get that built and then I can try and make that competitive as we can. Yep, lots to look forward to here on Foot in Review over the coming year. Thank you so much for all the support. As mentioned, we've seen some great people have popped into the Discord. We've seen new people join all the time. It's really active. Even in the early hours, we've got people talking like EAFC at like three in the morning. So look, it's if you ever need a place to, to vent, to share, to ask advice, it's a great place to do so. And well worth, I think it works out at something like a pound a week or something like that to join the lowest level of the patron so very much encourage that uh, as mentioned the show will return on friday i'm going to be doing a couple of other little things as mentioned a, a show with shack attack on thursday that'll be for our patrons that support us here and above our trading show and i'm also going to sit down with a, a name from foot and review past as well as do a special project which we will uh, announce more of in due course but nath just one thing left for us to do drop it we are going to drop it drop it you you